0: This is the Supersport Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spur Steak Ranchers.
1: One, two,
0: three, go! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supersport Schools Podcast, brought to you by Spur. South Africa has historically had one of the strongest seven systems in the world. And this week in Paul, the Marius Schumann Sevens Tournament is taking place. 96 Sevens teams from around the country are going to be taking part in that tournament. We wanted to find out more about the Sevens pathway in South Africa and what it takes to make it to the top and into the senior team. So to do that, we've come here to the Stellenbosch Academy of Sport to talk to the namesake, the man himself, Marius Skuman. Marius, welcome to the Supersport Schools podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for joining us. Just to start off, can you introduce yourself?
1: First of all, thanks for having me, uh, Marius Skuman, and I'm the high performance manager for Springbok Sevens Rugby.
0: Very involved in Sevens in South Africa. Where did that journey begin? How did you get into Sevens? What's that pathway been like for you? Yeah, I've, only be, I've actually been around uh, Sevens for
1: 23 years now. Uh, as a player, I started in 2001 and played for 10 years till 2010. And um, we're after myself and uh, the previous coach, Neil Powell, uh, we did a presentation to start the Sevens Academy. And uh, yeah, I started that with, uh, I would say, very much success and uh, been the manager of the Sevens Academy and obviously stayed in the system. And today, our performance manager. So just so blessed to, to do something that I love every day.
0: And talking about doing something that you love every day, what is it about Sevens as a format of rugby that's so special? Because everyone loves watching it, it's always such good fun. And for you, what what keeps you coming back?
1: I think it's exciting. You know, it's a it's a family atmosphere. Um, as a athlete in my younger days, uh, I think you're looking for space, a wing center. And when I started playing, that was uh, something that appealed to me, and I really enjoyed, uh, obviously, the space and uh, playing for ten years. It was just great seeing the world. Um, and I still believe it's a it's a great pathway for any youngster in, in our country. You know, to uh, to excel to to create the things we've we've seen. Kurtly orange Quacha cheslin uh, there 's a lot of players that, that came through the system and actually made it to the top so uh, it 's exciting and uh, yeah I think for for the public out there as well you know it 's fifteen minutes it 's over and done and and sevens worldwide it's it 's a level playing field any country can can win at any given time you know it 's a bounce
0: of a ball, so it 's actually a very exciting game to watch It is very exciting, and the part you talk about traveling the world and seeing those places. As a player and as a youngster, that's something that very few other sports give you. So much traveling each week in a different country. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and the, the benefits that you think come from that as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I think as a youngster in South Africa, um, I, I remember the first time I went with the team was to uh, to Hong Kong. Uh, you know, and I think playing in Hong Kong for your first as your first tournament, it's it's massive. You're playing in front of fifty, sixty thousand people. Hong Kong has always been known as the tournament in sevens, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you 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 meet a lot of people. I've met uh, a lot of people. I made a lot of friends uh, worldwide, uh, and we we up until today still staying in contact. Um, so it's just special, you know. You're actually seeing the world uh, at someone on someone else's expense. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just great. It's camaraderie. You make a lot of friends. I've seen a lot of guys come in. And, and and go out of the system some stayed in sevens for years some just use it as a platform for bigger things but uh, yeah made some great friends and as i said you know you uh, uh you become a world traveler and uh, it's just it's awesome because sevens every second or third year there's a there's a new venue on the circuit so uh, yeah you just keep on exploring
0: the world so it's it's absolutely fantastic for any youngster out there and you said some people stay in sevens, some use it as a platform to go onto bigger things. We're going to get into the, the school aspect in a moment. But just before we do that, for you, do you think there's a particular focus on whether you're using sevens as a platform to go onto the, the 15s? Or do you think at the same time, it can be balanced with people just being sevens players and that's, that's their rugby career? I mean, for you do, you, do you look at it one or the other or is it a, a balance? There's definitely a balance, you know, uh,
1: um, for myself, when I was playing, I made that decision. You know, I loved it and I wanted to stay in sevens and I, and I stayed here for 10 years. Uh, there's a lot of players that'll come in and, and actually say, listen, I want to use this as a stepping stone uh, uh, to the URC. And that's also great. You know, and we, we always support those players. We we want to see them make it, you know, whether it's in sevens or whether it's in the 15s. But you can actually identify players from a young age and you can actually see, you know, that this guy, he's going to be a sevens player and uh, his career will be sevens. Um, so um, there's a lot of these guys that won't be able to play 15s at a high level, but at sevens, they, they will be superstars. And not just in South Africa, I think uh, worldwide. So, uh, but as I said, you know, uh, it is a great stepping stone and, and a pathway, I think for all our youngsters, uh, just to up your... The, your fine, the, the finest skills, and uh, especially when it comes to one-on-one defense, etc. Um, just to round you off, to to be that ultimate ultimate player, and we can see that, you know, uh, I think in a player like a Curtly Oranzer, where he was playing for UWC, um, he came into the system a year and a half later, played
0: uh, URC, and uh, the following year playing for the Springboks, one of the best players in the world. Absolutely, and. I think the thing that's always interested me about sevens is that most of our schools will play 80, 90% of the season, 15s rugby. And then right at the end, they cram in some sevens and maybe sometimes they don't even do that. And yet South Africa over the years has historically been one of the strongest countries in the world when it comes to performing at sevens on the international stage. So I think now to talk a bit about the pathway from, from schools to get to the senior level, in sevens, in South Africa. What's that process like? And what is it like finding sevens players when maybe they've never even played sevens before? Yeah,
1: you know, South Africa, um, the schedule out there, the school schedule, uh, it's jam-packed. You know, there's uh, there's hardly two or three weekends open in a season to uh, <laughs> to make time for sevens. Uh, fortunately, September, October, um, we've set aside and we, we're really focusing on uh, establishing seven tournaments. Uh, but most of our scouting uh, will be done early in the year and out of 15. So it makes it a little bit difficult. Um, but I must say, uh, that's one of the reasons why we changed the school format to under 17. Uh, it's the, the last quarter of the year. We can scout them at under 17 and, and at least stay in school the next year when they're under 18. Uh, um, to go and play in tournaments like the re- recent uh, Commonwealth Youth Games um, that we actually went v- with a great team, guys did well. Um, yeah, so just to talk about pathway. Uh, so what we try and do is we try and scout and identify those players at the age of 16, 17, and then we'll bring them into a bigger group, maybe 24 to 26 players. We'll have a camp of them, hopefully – there's a tournament, you know an 18 tournament somewhere in Africa, or like the one we did had now um, in Trinidad and Tobago, and then out of that we'll we always try and keep two or three of those players uh, into our academy or into our system and uh, we've just signed I think two or three schoolboys now will be joining us uh, end of end of the year beginning of next year, and then from there, obviously in the academy set up for a
0: year or two and then hopefully make it on a senior level. And then you also have tournaments like the one that you share a name with uh, that take place and are also a great opportunity to find players. So let's talk a little bit about the Mario One sevens 7s that is taking place this week and your involvement with that, how it's come about, and then also the opportunity to find talent and just play some cool School 7s. Yeah, I've been actually uh got a call from uh, Jean Stemmett,
1: who's uh, organising the sport at Paul Gymnasium. Um, I'm an old boy at uh, at Paul Gym. And uh, way back to ask me, can I please use my name? And uh, yeah, a uh, little bit embarrassing, but uh actually went and I had a conversation with our uh, CEO at that time, uh, Yuri Ru, and he said, well, it's a great idea. You know, one of the things you, I think, as a player, you want to leave a legacy and you want to give back. So uh, we decided to go with it. We started this event and it actually just grew so much. But uh, there's a lot of standalone or pop-up sevens tournaments that's not sustainable. So um, I wanted to make it special. And I sat with our Alessi, myself and Jean, and I got some of the ex-players and marketing people in. And uh, we wanted to just make it an exceptional tournament, not just another 16-man uh, format type of tournament. Uh, we got great great title sponsor which actually enables us to uh, to do it as this uh, big scale um and um i wanted to attach a charity so uh, what we've done is it's a non-profit all our proceeds go towards school fees we identify one player every year and uh, then we commit uh, in obviously carrying that boy through his whole uh, uh school career and we've actually got our first one just finishing up now he uh, have been there for five years. We pay their school fees and their boarding uh, boarding fees. Um, so for me, it's all about creating opportunity. We need more opportunities out there uh, for these boys. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, we uh, decided to include the girls as well. Uh, we I obviously believe in equality. So uh, we went with the uh, Fast Five netball and Fast Five hockey. So for this year, we'll have 96 six seven teams. Uh, three age group categories, and then we've got seventy-two fast five netball and sixty fast five hockey teams, which uh, obviously makes us one of the biggest school tournaments. Talking about short code school tournaments, uh, um, I would say in the
0: world, but uh, definitely the one, the biggest one I know of. I think what I get from that, and what I've heard before about sevens, is the, the sense of community that you have within sevens because you all go over the world. And you all stay in the same hotel. All the teams are there together. You get to know everyone and the Sevens teams stay together and travel together. So in general, in Sevens, there's a close-knit group of people. It's a strong community. And the fact that you've this tournament going that is also quite community focused and it aims like you say to give back as well as to find players and give opportunity and i think just the coolest part about it is that there's a massive tournament that all these teams come and get to play in and especially for sevens where we might not be playing during the school year and there is uh, what you say towards the end of the season august september uh, there is that opportunity now but also just to have such a big tournament where everyone can play against each other that's, that's fantastic. So when you're at events like this, uh, th- the opportunity there for players to showcase themselves, what, 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 what are the scouts looking for? And to go from perhaps Marius Skuman 7s and to go further, what, what does that look like when it does happen?
1: Yeah, we we definitely scouting at uh, events like this. There's a lot of them happening, you know, and and luckily, super sports schools are broadcasting most of them. We saw the DHS event, uh, I think it was last weekend, and there's a couple of them, you know. So uh, um, I do most of the scouting for seven, so I really make an effort to to see most of those boys because there's so many, so much talent out there. There's a lot of diamonds um, throughout the country you know, and yes, it's 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 natural they do get missed. And all the provinces, a couple of them that'll that'll be missed, but uh, yeah, we try and pick them up, and that's why we we try and create this opportunity. As I said, we've got so many so many schools, and and I've definitely picked up a couple of players um, at this event last year and the year before. Some of them came through and played for the SN18s. One well, there's a couple of them that we actually signed. Um, that's currently in our in our senior setup. A player like Christy Roblar. We went to Dros Day, you know, um, and not just for the players, it's an opportunity for the schools as well. You must, uh, you will know, um, a school like Hermanus will never play against Craig College. It's they're just not in the same league. But at an event like this, they've got an opportunity to be tested to, uh, against those players. And when we started the event, I actually asked some of the smaller schools, would you like to go in a different league or play in an open competition? And all of them open competition, they would like that opportunity to play against affis uh, or Gray or Paul Jim or Paul Boys, And we actually saw a couple of years ago on day two, I think game one, uh, Hermanus versus Gray College. Hermanus ac- actually won that game, you know, and and it's great. It's, uh, it's great for the players. It's great for the school. So, um, yes, we, we, we are out there. We are scouting. And uh, uh, we want to make sure that we see most of the You'll never see all of them, but I want to see most of the boys out there and, and see who can make it in sevens. There's it's, it's so much competition out there, you know we, we, we need to contract players and it's competition with the big unions, um, but uh, you don't always have to focus on your number one SA schools player. Uh, number three, number four, there's more than enough talent uh, and, and uh, yeah it's an event like that, that that makes it possible for those players to maybe find a career in,
0: uh, in rugby. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90 for our unreal breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur. People with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. I think it's something we always talk about, super sports schools as well, with all the streaming that we do, exposing more people than ever before. And I think with Sevens, the games are a lot shorter, so Scouts don't necessarily have to sit for as many hours, but you still sit for as many hours. You just cram a lot more people into it, potentially. Uh, what I really like is your your story there about Gray and Hermanos, because I I do think, and you mentioned it at the start, that Sevens, it's a shorter game, the bounce of the ball. So a relatively smaller team could upset uh, a big team. And especially with that shorter time, even if a big team is dominant, it's not going to be as much of a thrashing as it might be in 15s where you can get 50 60 70 nil sometimes so it's a great opportunity and then the teams can sometimes actually win as well so it gives opportunity to schools from across the country and with the smaller time you can play more games and have have more exposure so so that's great have you noticed with super sports schools uh making your life easier or making it harder because it's throwing in so much more for you to look at Look, live
1: streaming, and in this case, Supersport Schools is definitely a game changer. Uh, at, our, uh, at Springbok Sevens at the moment, um, but we don't have 20 or 30 scouts. Yes, I've, I'm probably the only one scouting, but I do have some individuals in all the provinces that I contact, that I can trust. They'll give me names. A lot of the teachers, a lot of coaches out there, I've got a really good relationship with them. And, uh, but it, as I said, it's a game changer. Um, the games are recorded, you know, and uh, I don't need to be at uh, an event in Freyheit or one in Pretoria. I can just sit at my house and um, record it and then watch it and make sure you see all of them. You know, whereas in 10 years ago, it was so tough. Uh, you always missed one or two players or, or 10 to 20 players. But nowadays, uh, as I said, I watched that game last week, DHS. And there was some amazing talent. I must say there's, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of talent down at Durban. And uh, if it wasn't for the live stream, I would have missed all those games, you know. Um, but uh, definitely a game changer. And that's why I'm very proud that our event will be live streamed. I think four of the fields will be streamed. And it's going to be on channel Two Six, I believe, as well. So... Uh, it's, it's, it's not just great for us as uh, tournament organizers, but for the kids, for the boys, I'm saying kids, the boys playing, the young men playing. It's great because now grandpa and grandmother sitting in Victoria watching their kids in pole, uh, they can just tune into any one of on the fields. So, uh, it is absolutely amazing. Um, and, uh, as I said, yeah, the, 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 young men, they just love to, uh, to play on a, on the big stage
0: and on, uh, on, on TV. Absolutely. And that goes across sports. It's awesome that Sevens is getting that exposure as well. We've spoken about the pathway and we've spoken how uh you 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 scout and find these players. Once they come into the systems, once they come into the structures, here in Stellenbosch, there's a fantastic academy of sports. It's it's absolutely world class. And just a couple of weeks ago we had the under eighteen Tri-Nation series that was taking place. England, France, South Africa involved in that, and England were based here in Stellenbosch and they were raving about it and their their head coach was was chatting to me about it and how much they've been enjoying it, using the facilities, all of that. So once players get brought into the system, obviously they don't just get brought in and left alone. There's, there's a process in place to help nurture, grow. Uh, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so first of all, obviously uh, the Stellenbosch Academy of Sport, where we are based, is a world-class facility.
0: Uh, we
1: are the anchor tenants here. We've been here from day one. Um, I think it was a great initiative uh, to obviously get this off the ground. Uh, we see a lot of teams being based here now, not just rugby. There's, uh, there's, there's lots of other uh, sporting codes as well. But uh, back to the sevens. Once we get those players in, most of them will come in at the age of 18. you know, um, Then we put them on a 12-week conditioning phase. Uh, a lot of the players will come here broken. Uh, they play through injuries at school, um, uh, it's understandable. You know, literally broken. Literally <laughs> broken. And uh, most of our players, for the first, a lot of them get surgery or uh, need to go for shoulder ops. Um, we really try and be proactive about it. We actually just got one player who's joining us next year who came in this w- week for medicals already uh, because the season st- uh, ended last week for them. So uh, we want to, we want to change the game a bit. We want to win some time, you know. Uh, but getting back, 12 weeks conditioning... Um, which is actually quite tough. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can ask the first intake. I'll never forget the first intake. It's vanner uh, Kok, Kwacha Smith, Jason Colby, Justin Hedilt. Uh I, I remember, well, we only had one field and those players had to do their drills in the dead ball area. Uh, and for the first six weeks, they didn't see a rugby ball. They mm-hmm. were just doing shuttles and uh, and wrestling. And So it's tough, but uh, it's good for the players as well. So all those boys will do the 12 week conditioning phase um, where after we'll integrate them onto uh, onto the field we want to make sure it's not just a prolonged great twelve season you know into another season you need that uh, that first six to twelve weeks to to get their bodies ready for uh, for senior rugby and then obviously we integrate them into the senior team by playing uh, tournaments and matches for the academy uh, we are Lucky here in Stellenbosch that we've got a SAS 7s academy here as well. It's a commercial academy. And then every second or third Friday, we'll play games against them. Um, that's the only way you're going to develop a player is playing games. Um, you can train as many hours as you want, but you need to get them onto the field. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. There's a lot of youngsters at the moment still doing rehab. Uh, some new faces that we'll see in the system at the end of the season. So uh, it's exciting. It it was a a tough year this year with uh, with injuries and and players leaving the system. But uh, that's going to happen every year. Your best three or four players will always leave the system. Uh, So you have to
0: make sure that uh, the feeder
1: system stays healthy and you have enough numbers there to
0: replace those players. It's an amazing facility. It's an amazing system that you have in place I think just before we go into the, the quiz, what I would like to ask you, for any players who might be at Mario Skuman 7s this week, and in general, anyone who one day has the dream of putting on the green and gold of the Blitzbox, a message from you, what does it take? Yeah, First of all, for the boys
1: coming down to, uh, to Paul, you know, just uh, use your opportunity, <laughs> stay in your structure. I know a lot of the guys, uh, they, they lose focus, you know, um, and they want to... Uh, use the opportunity to to do their own thing, and that's the quickest way you're going to fail. So just stay in your structure, but come down here and just have a, a blast of a time. It's, uh, you're going to meet a lot of people. Um, uh, use every opportunity. I, I always talk about opportunity, not just here with our team, with our senior team, with the juniors that just went overseas. Uh, one word, every day in your life, it's opportunity, and it's a great opportunity uh, to come down here and to showcase your talent, you know, and and use it. It's it's not just us scouting. There's a lot of people from different unions scouting. I know all the provincial unions are using are using this uh, tournament as trials as well for the interprovincial sevens that'll uh, take place uh, the second and third of October up in Bloemfontein. So um, come use the opportunity. Come meet some of the senior players. Some of our senior players will be there. Uh, a lot of them. Uh, the the national coach will be there. He's he's there the whole weekend. Both of them. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be a, a great atmosphere and uh, uh, hopefully the weather uh, holds up. Um, yeah, and uh, and come and meet us down in
0: Stellenbosch. We're looking forward to seeing all the boys down here this weekend. Fantastic. And uh, it's going to be on Supersport Schools. It's going to be streamed and it will also be on channel 216 to watch as well. We're going to get into the quiz now, the Supersport Schools podcast quiz. Only sevens related person we've had before is Neil Powell and he got six. So the idea is that there are 60 seconds and you just answer as many questions correctly as you can. If you don't know the answer, you just pass. And the record is still Tahira Augusti, uh, South African national women's hockey player, but she's in matric this year. She got 13. So she, she did cream her way through okay, it. Okay, but, but I,
1: I just want to say the record was safe with me. I just passed barely made it through school so your record is very safe
0: all right Mario come are you ready to play the supersport schools podcast quiz no <laughs> it's the second person in a row who said that <laughs> yeah all right your time starts now true or false supersport schools is streaming and broadcasting the 2023 Mario come series this week true correct what is a quarter called in water polo No idea. Uh, Chaka. Which city hosted the most recent Sevens World Cup? Hapetown. Correct. What is carried by athletes and passed to each other in athletics running races? Uh, baton. Correct. What is the common name of the Springbok men's Sevens team? Blitzbox. Correct. Which school won the Free State Cup for girls hockey? Uh, Central. Unisi. How many players from each team are there in a Sevens scrum? Uh, Three. Correct. Which school won the most recent Bishbosh derby? I don't know what that is. Ronda Bosch. Supersport Schools recently released a short film on the Paul Derby between Clay Niederberg and New Orleans. What is it called? Boss. Blair. Name a player who made their debut for the men's Proteas T20 team during the current series against Australia. Boss. How long is a yellow card in sevens? Two minutes. Correct. Which tennis Grand Slam tournament is currently underway? Boss. US Open. In sevens, if a kick does not go ten meters, what is the sanction? It's a free kick. Correct. On the buzzer. He got seven, beating Neil Powell by Neil, one. Neil Powell. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> there we go. See, not that bad. Uh, well done. You've, that's, that's a good score. Thanks so much for chatting to us today and taking part in the quiz and talking a bit about that pathway just before I let you go. Uh, what, what are you most excited to see this weekend at the, at the tournament? Um, now, first of all, I just want to thank supersport schools it 's uh, absolutely fantastic
1: uh, uh, having you guys and having you guys at the tourno- at the event not just my not, well our event it 's not my event, not just our event, uh, but uh, uh, all the events out there you know um, and uh, um, this weekend i 'm um, really excited to see the talent there 's uh, some schools that are they 've seen that's uh, that 's in there that uh, i haven 't seen some of those players so i 'm really looking forward to seeing some new faces. Um, but don't forget about the fast five netball, fast five hockey, um, yeah, something for the eye and a lot of talent. You know, we see, we've seen actually some of those girls actually playing at the Commonwealth Games netball. One of them played in our event last year, so that was so great going onto the strip and seeing one of the. I think she was a player of the tournament last year, and she played for the sn 18 team. So uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I'm not allowed, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed, allowed to say this, but I need to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, uh, no events out there especially at school level it's possible without sponsors so <laughs> I need to give a shout out to the MDEC group that's our title sponsor it's absolutely amazing and we must remember the money is going for for school fees so it's not just an advertising thing they are in it for the right reasons so uh, thanks a lot uh, for Amdec and Supersport Schools
0: alright so thanks so much and thanks for being on the Supersport Schools podcast appreciate it <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Supersport Schools podcast brought to you by Spur. Remember, we have new episodes every Wednesday at 7 on DSTV channel 216. And then you can also listen and watch the podcasts online on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you thought of the episode on social media. Find Supersport Schools on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then lastly, remember that the Mario Schumann 7s are going to be streamed and broadcast on Super Sports Schools throughout this week. So catch it on Super Sports Schools, and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. Bye-bye. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Day Grunchers. And now the podcast from Joy.